I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Miha Matlievsky on the line, and he's the founder over at Fail Coach LLC. Miha, welcome to the show. Well, hi, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here on your show, and thanks for inviting me. I'm excited to get more into what you're doing as uh, as a fail coach. I mean, what a title, what a name. Um, we're going to get into that. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started uh, in business and in your career? Well, that that's not such a great story. But uh, um, I was like uh, – I. I when I was a child, I had the most perfect childhood, which means that also I never had to really try and, and do much. And when I went to high school, uh, the teacher for Italian language didn't really appreciate my attitude with skipping lessons and so on. And even though I spoke quite good, uh, she decided to flunk me. And uh, the prospect of me going back and repeating that uh, class uh, he would just flunk me again. So uh, because my father was uh, an entrepreneur, he had a small family business, I just decided to go work there anyway. And that's, that's really how my entrepreneurship started. But then the real entrepreneurship started a few years later when, uh, unfortunately, my father was diagnosed with cancer, pancreatic mm-hmm. cancer, and went from diagnosed to dead in just three weeks. And oh. Miha had to wake up in the real world uh, and uh, continue the family business because I was the only child. Wow, what a story! Um, and I and I see how you 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 had to grow up fast as an entrepreneur is what it comes down to. Um, um, really overnight, I I didn't know even how to wake up to an alarm clock. I didn't know how to clean my room before that. I mean, I was really the most spoiled child I have ever met. Uh, But then all of a sudden, overnight, I had to grow up and and just I woke up in the adulthood and it was so, so strange and confusing and it was so hard to handle. Wow. So, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs out there who are maybe just graduating college or they're just getting started. And obviously, you've had a long and robust uh, entrepreneurial career um, up to this point, And, you know, they're just getting started. What kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that's really just kind of getting out there with their first business? Um, I would say like this, make sure that you learn and then apply and implement solid foundation in your business. It's the boring stuff, you know, the processes, KPIs, benchmarking, brand story, uh, company culture, uh, internal knowledge base, and all of that. Um, It's usually one of the most boring stuff to do, uh, but on the long run, that's what will make your company uh, successful and sustainable. And I think the part where it's sustainable is the one that matters the most. Because if you don't lay down the foundation 
And the number one foundation is you, the entrepreneur. So you have to figure out which mindsets, which beliefs, which soft skills, which hard skills you need to acquire to become the entrepreneur in whichever industry you want to be. Uh, but then all the other foundations of the business as well. Otherwise, the first problem and your, your business will fall apart like a house of cards. And that can happen at five, six, seven, or even at eight figures. I've seen it all. Wow. Uh, and I think um, I, I think I, that that theme keeps coming up over and over again on the podcast, and I love it because for those entrepreneurs out there listening, it serves as a constant reminder, as it, as it does to myself. Um, I, I had somebody on the the show the other day, Miha. They were like, "Bookkeeping is sexy. That's the most important and most, and that's the best part of their day and of their week is looking at the books because they know if those numbers and if those books aren't right, then they know it it can all be taken away or it can all fall apart um, overnight." Uh, so I, I love that you gave that sound advice, um, and I would expect nothing less. Uh, let's switch it up a bit, Miha. I want to get more into what you're doing as the fail coach. So first off, uh, that name, what a name. Let's get into it. Tell me more about the business, please. Oh, I mean, the name came up after a few beers, but there's a story behind it. So, uh, I want so it. After I, be- after I became the entrepreneur, uh, I... You know, uh, I was lucky to find a few people uh, to help me in the business, and then I was creating new businesses. And, you know, back then, before the 2008 crisis, uh, you know, the, everything was blooming. Everything was going crazy. You were just walking down the streets, and banks would throw money at you. Uh, I mean, it almost felt like that. So at that time, I didn't realize that it's not that I'm that good. It's the whole macroeconomic situation. But I thought, well, you know, oh, I'm the king Midas. Whatever I touch turns into gold. And because I wasn't, I was, you know, creating new companies, but I wasn't laying down the right foundation, I was able to acquire around 15 million U.S. of personal network before the whole crash. But then, one day, everything changed. One of my businesses was in a huge real estate project, and suddenly the prices dropped so much that it wasn't viable anymore. And the bank said, we're moving away from this. We want our money back. I had everything else tied to that business, so no asset protection or anything in place. And uh, then, next day, I ended up being $5 million US dollars in personal debt, personally owing money to uh, some of employees that I wasn't able to pay the paychecks to because everything happened in one day and so on. And uh, that's, that's uh, the, the hard part. And then, of course, I went through the depression, anxiety, darkness, no dreams, no goals, no nothing, suicide attempts. And, you know, I know that you have a pretty short format, so I won't go into details, but there's plenty of details in there. And uh, after a few years, in 2014, I really applied all the lessons that I've learned through those failures and all the work I've done on myself personally, on my business development. And then I created a startup, and I scaled that startup from zero to $15 million in monthly revenue in just nine and a half months, and then to 700 plus million next year. And then because I laid down all the foundations as they should be, I was able to walk away 
the moment that, because we had a technology takeover from a competitor, a Fortune 100 company, and I was able to walk away uh, and not being locked in. And then, you know, I went on a long vacation. I was able to repay all my past debt with, you know, the interest and all of that. It accumulated to almost $7 million at that time. And I had some money left, so I had the freedom of time, the freedom of money. And for me, the ultimate freedom is the freedom of choice. The choice to choose what you want to do instead of have to do it. And it's just one word, but such a big difference. And I, you know, realized that I turned into an entrepreneur. Like, like I am the entrepreneur my, in my DNA. And so I just went to the first startup incubator, started um, mentoring and helping other entrepreneurs on, you know, different topics like scaling, uh, business development, uh, uh, laying down the foundations and so on. And uh, one evening, uh, a friend of mine and, and, and me, we were drinking some beer and I was like, what to do next? You know, everybody was expecting like, what next move? Investors were calling me, whatever you're going to start, you want to be a part of it. And the guy says, well, but you love this. You love helping people. Why don't you just do that? And um, And then, you know, couple of beers later, I was like, okay, so how do we name this? And he said, well, Miha, all your stories come from all your past failures, the lessons. You're always talking how to be a successful entrepreneur, you will have to fail so much more to have a few successes and how important it is to establish healthy emotional relationship with failure, how to prevent failure, how to learn from failure, grow from failure, just be a fail coach. And, and, you know, after a few beers, that sounded amazing. And <laughs> I fell in love with it. And I, I, you know, I never looked back. I mean, I love it. I still love it. I love it. And I'm just learning about it. And I love it. It's so memorable. I'm like, the fail coach is the best. I love it. Um, and and who, who says this? Some of the best branding didn't come out of a couple of beers. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, so Miha, if somebody is listening to this uh, and they want to connect with you or, or learn more about what you're doing over at The Fail Coach, um, what's the best way for them to reach out or to connect or to, to listen to your content? Well, I mean, they can find a lot of my content on LinkedIn. I regularly do LinkedIn Live interviews there and try to bring as much value to the audience as possible. They can connect with me on Facebook. I do a lot of videos and, and, and all of that there as well. But really the best way, I think, is I open up my Zoom clients every few days and I notify people who are in my chatbot. And they can quickly go to my chatbot just by typing frameworkforfreedom.me. Um, and that will take them into the chatbot and they will be notified when I open up my Zoom client, they can book uh, a seat and just jump in on the brainstorming session and, and we tackle their problems. So it's nothing pre-recorded. We don't record it because I want to create safe environments so that everybody can ask whatever they want and we talk, tackle their, uh, their specific situation, their specific struggles, uh, brainstorm together. Uh, I give them uh, applicable, quick, super easy advice most of the time, and so on. So that's the best way to get in touch with me, to have a chat with me, to get to know me, um, and to get some solutions for whatever problems um, uh, people are having. And, you know, we entrepreneurs, we are constantly dealing with 
struggles and roadblocks. So I'm, you know, we all have a lot of them. So. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and and just to make sure that I have the web address right. So um, if anybody's listening, you want to head over to frameworkforfreedom.me, and that's how you'll be able to go in and kind of sign up to get notifications. Uh, so for when uh, Miha is holding these uh, Zoom or chat uh, conversations. Um, is that all correct, Miha? I just want to make sure I got the website yes, right. Frameworkforfreedom.me. Yes, yes, Perfect. Yes, yes. All right. Well, hey, Miha, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing um, your background and your experiences and uh, all the great work that you're doing as the fail coach. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, uh, share this with your friends and families and coworkers, um, all, you know, all those good things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it, and it does mean a lot to me. Um, and Miha, thanks again for coming on the show.